All right, man. You know what I'm saying? Episode 52. This is for the love. Let me get my hair straight because we're on camera and shit. You know what I'm saying? And we are here. This is your boy Los. And we in the building. You know what I'm saying? You can see me. And we just going to get into it because always a lot of bullshit for the week. You know, first off, want to thank my supporters, YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, Word of Mouth, Outside, 757 shit. You know what I'm saying? All my local bums, you know what I'm saying? Pushing the word. Appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, outside shit, you know? And as we recording, the very first thing I want to get into is the fact that we really don't give a fuck about these good morning American niggas, man. Like, they keep pushing this shit every day about these couples that got together at work. And now because of that, it's in quote violation to the policy. And now they're not about to be on the show. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> you understand? And at the end of the day, who the fuck do you not meet at your job? I mean, you work every day. How are you not going to meet somebody from the damn workplace when you're in that bitch every fucking day of the week working? So to see two people from work come together and have something romantic is not surprising. Rather, the nigga cheating or not, that's my personal thing that I don't give a fuck about. But like that's on him. But it is what it is. He saw Shorty. Shorty saw him. They work together. They see each other five, six days a week. What the fuck you think going to happen? They infatuated. They came together. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Romance. But I'm just here to say we don't fucking care. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all niggas need to move the fuck on. Like, to wake up and report on that type of shit is like some non-pussy getting activities. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas that don't get pussy, they report on niggas that get pussy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just wild to me. But, you know, that's just besides the shit. I had to nip that out of the butt because the shit is annoying. And niggas just need to mind their business. And speaking on minding their business is also a lot of things that is out there. Like, oh, yeah, okay, so. <laughs> Listen, fam, like, this shit is hilarious. Like, most of this shit I be finding comical because it's fucking funny. It's unbelievable. And yet the unbelievableness, that's a word, first off. You know what I'm saying? That's what makes it funny. So the shit that I'm looking at is or that I seen prior to this, of course, is that, you know, it's a pastor that claimed that he went to hell. That's one. And not only did he go to hell, but while he's in hell, they was torturing him by playing Umbrella by Rihanna. You know what I'm saying? From Rihanna. Excuse me. So. To me, that shit sounds wild. Like when I first heard it, I'm like, yo, that shit sounds unbelievable. But then I believed it because one, I never met a nigga that admitted to going to hell. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if I was to go, like we all got to go. But if a nigga was to say I went, I'm upstairs, my nigga. I'm with the big homie. You know what I'm saying? I don't know about the downstairs shit. <laughs> like if I was to go and came back and i had to tell niggas that story i seen the big homie fam so for a nigga to be like yo i died and went to hell that's very fucking telling and that's some shit that he could have kept 
to the grave and you could just die with you know what i'm saying like if i went to hell personally i'm gonna just die with that you know so that's why i believe the nigga and then the rihanna record being played in hell is hilarious like i mean just <laughs> just imagine you coming down that motherfucker one and then you seeing niggas with umbrellas and they doing like the rihanna routine and all that shit so it's random shit and it's random news but i just definitely want to say shout out to that fucking pastor because at the end of the day what that pastor is doing is telling his truth and not only is he speaking his truth but he's going right back to that church and he's scamming these good old christian folks you know what i'm saying so definitely shout out to the pastors because without them it wouldn't be scamming you know what i'm saying so i mean really if you want without white people but pastors you know they done mastered the scamming you understand and that's you know of course that's random fuckeriness a lot of it ain't no new music out i know y'all was waiting to see what the hell i was going to talk to about music what i do have and what i do wanted to speak on in regards to that is the resurgence or excuse me the breakout year that we're about to see from ice spice you know what i'm saying shout out to bx shout out to south bronx you know the home of hip-hop you know what i'm saying who who who, who none of the less but to bring this hip-hop feeling back then i spice you understand like you think i was feeling you <laughs> but i spice for the people that don't know rapper from the bronx outside of that she's currently dropping her ep you know called what is that shit called b you know what i'm saying that shit is called it's called something you know what i'm saying we're just gonna go with that you know but i spice her EP is out. She has a six-track record EP. Two of them are including the hit singles that she has, which is Munch, and the other record. You know what I'm saying? The record EP is called Like with a question mark, and that's referencing her hit single Munch where she goes, you think I like you. You know what I'm saying? So haven't checked it out the other the album cover excuse me is very provocative which is not surprising that's her whole persona as far as her rap career you know what i'm saying so she's still continuing that that sets appeal within her career and her music you know what i'm saying i haven't listened to the ep so i can't honestly tell you what the sound is like i'm pretty sure is new york drill because that's her lane you know what i'm saying but as far as new music I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? We got to give it a listen. But Ice Spice is cool. She's not nothing that makes me like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? She's a very beautiful person. But as far as like talent, don't really see nothing of that yet. You know what I'm saying? We're going to give it some time. But I will say that this year in 2023, it is the breakout year for Ice Spice. I mean, we're seeing her outside of music we're seeing her in ivy park commercials with beyonce we're seeing her in nfl commercials she's doing like major network platforms before she even drop a project so that alone tells you her trajectory of where she's going and it's only up you know what i'm saying so shout out to bs and shout out to ice spice you know what i'm saying it was something else in music that i wanted to get into because Ice Spice was one, and let's see, and also in music, 
it is, you know, when I'm pulling this shit, I'm pulling shit out the the cur cap, man, because it's just a bunch of wild shit from like these multi-millionaire motherfuckers. Another situation I'm seeing in regards to music is rapper Future. <laughs> Sound like one of TMX motherfuckers, the rapper Future. But Future, and this is allegedly from Noriega out of all motherfuckers, but Nori states, and I quote, Future seems jealous that 21 and Drake did a project because it seems to underline the project that Future did with Aubrey. Now, if this seems to be true, that is very weird because to me, Future is an absolute bigger artist than 21 Savage. I even think 21 would agree with that because that's not even a not 21. I fuck with 21. And speaking of 21 Savage, you know what I'm saying? Not only is apparently he's getting jealousy from alleged artists, but he's been known and recognized as the best rapper of 2022 by Complex. We're going to get into that in a minute. But back to the future thing. I think it's weird that future is feeling this way, allegedly, because one, your future, two, you have a Grammy nominated rap album this upcoming Grammys that is considered. So I would just focus on that. And three, that same album is even better than the project from fucking uh Drake and 21 Savage, the Her Lost Project. My humble opinion. You get what I'm saying? So I wouldn't give a fuck about it if it's future. And at the end of the day, the shit could be false. You know what I'm saying? But we just going off the facts of if it is the case, because you never know with these motherfuckers. That nigga probably is feeling a way about that shit. Like, yo, I should be the nigga with the Arby project. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, I imagine how R. Kelly felt when Watch the Throne came out. Like, damn, I should be the only Chicagoan that Jay should be working with. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit like that. So, you know, to each his own. Again, I fuck with Future and 21. And out of this situation, even if it's true or not, they should come together and do a fucking tape. Fuck it. Like, or how about all three of them niggas, like the three amigos, come together and motherfucking just do a triple threat and it'd be 21 Future and Drake. That'd be wild, you know what I'm saying, for the culture, you feel me? So to each his own. And again, not leaving 21 Savage because, like I said before, Complex did recently name him as the best rapper of 2022. Now, for me, that is insane. I don't understand it. I see that they went with the popularity in that situation, being that he, like I've spoken of just now, dropped the Her Lost Record project with Aubrey, a.k.a. Drake. And that, to me, seems to be the only thing that catapulted 21 into that title. You know what I'm saying? Personally, off the top of my head, I would give that to Cole if we're saying, like, best rapper, because Cole, to me, was damn near the most active rapper of 2022 between dropping his project dropping or the his project dropped uh 2021 but starting with the dreamville project then coming out with ari and you know doing his shit doing the freestyles you know just being active in the features having the best verse in the year with the johnny p's caddy record with benny the butcher i'm like the activity alone on top of his executive moves under the Dreamville label, 
to me, made him the best rapper. And honestly, if you take the executive part of it, because it's just about rapping, like I said, his features, his activity, and even with the features, how every single one was bodies. Like, he ain't lay off on neither of them shits. Like, he killed every single one. Like, the beer record, the Benny record, you know what I'm saying? He hopped on a bunch of shit that you can think of, and he murdered it. The Smino record is just shit off the top that I'm thinking of that is like he bodied it, you know what I'm saying? Like, the London record from Beer was terrible to me. I don't even like the shit, but he killed the verse. Like, to see a nigga that rap in British, and this motherfucker's a Fatalville native, it's just insane. Like, the flow is retarded. You know what I'm saying? And Nas, to me, for better example, would have been a better choice than 21 Savage. But, again, I get it. Popularity wins all the time. You know what I'm saying? I'm a quality over quantity person. But sometimes quantity wins. And shout out to 21 because, again, I fuck with 21. That nigga has an album with Morgan Freeman narration. So he's a legend to me off that alone because you can't name rap niggas that got Morgan Freeman on a fucking album. I don't care what you say. It's just that, like that's God. The nigga was God, bro. Like he, that, that's Joe Clark. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> the nigga got Joe Clark on the album, B. So props to 21 for that. But to me, Los, he ain't 2022 best rapper, dog. You know what I'm saying? And I think, like, again, with music, that's really about it. That's more so the fuckery that's being reported. Not really no new music that's coming out yet. We still on the we still on the regular shit, you know what I'm saying? We still on it still on that app, Soul Herbert. We still fucking with Vince Staples, Ramona Park Broke My Heart, which is the album of the year for 2022. You know what I'm saying? We still on that Freddie Gibbs. And for my underground cats, we on that Larry June. We on that Navy Blue. You know what I'm saying? Earl Sweatshirt. You get what I'm saying? Shout out to them ASAP cats. You know what I mean? I can keep going on. Primo Rice. You feel me? Like, all them niggas is fire. And, you know, just keep listening to that shit. And we looking forward to, because we spoke of Ice Spice. That's her breakout year. You get what I'm saying? And speaking of Absol, which is my last recent favorite album that came out of December this past year. We waiting on several artists as far as who we expecting to come out. Me personally being that soul drop and 2022 was a great year for music, in my opinion, because we got a lot of great releases and great body of works from notable people. So this year in 2023, it's probably like Schoolboy Q, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to J-Rock, you know, TDE camp is ready for those two guys to drop. And, you know, between those two and that's really honestly it, because, again, badass drop, soul drop. Got a Larry project, you know what I'm saying? Got a Kendrick project finally. Got a Scissor project finally. You know, about this point, it's probably, you know, is we ready for a Janae project, you know, shit like that. And, you know what I'm saying? We just, we just here, man. It's just good music. And nonetheless, but continuing on because we still on episode 52. Y'all see me sitting down on the couch. It is definitely daytime, you know, the sun is gleaming, you know what I'm saying? Trying to let the sun touch the skin so, you know, the melican can pop off, melican, melanin, whatever, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a rapper, but continuing on with the pie, man, so we can get this through, you know, it's definitely playoff time for my sports fanatics, 
You get what I'm saying? And that's regarding NFL, which is still football season. Of course, for the people that don't know and may not know, football season is not done until the Super Bowl. You understand? So being that with the NFL, we are currently on the conference championship round, meaning these are the games who determines which team from each conference go to the Super Bowl. So from the NFC, you have the Eagles versus the 49ers. And on the AFC side, you have the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Bengals. You get what I'm saying? Now, starting with the NFC, you get what I'm saying? Is Now, first off, before I start with the NFC, both, both games is going to be on paper fire. We have all talent on four sides of the spectrum that's going to ball the fuck out. I think these conference games is going to be one of those ones. And personally, when you get to the conference game, no, not to the playoffs prior, like the wild card stages and whatnot. But once you get to this stage, this is usually the top of the top. These are normally the teams that should be where they at and should be the ones that's normally fighting to get these rings and these championships being that these four are the ones. And on the NFC side, that leads me to go, you have, again, the Eagles and the 49ers. With the Eagles being that they dominated most of the season as far as being the number one seed in the NFC, I still kind of lean towards Philly to get this game. You get what I'm saying? Now, if I'm rooting for anybody, I would probably root for Philly. I'm not rooting for anybody because I'm a Ravens fan, but on the nfc side i'm leaning towards philly because the defense is really neck to neck on either way if you compare it between san fran and philly like they can kind of cancel out on defense and even on offense you can kind you kind of want to lean towards san fran because they have c-mac who is like multi-dimensional and like every aspect of the game of football offensively, like rather if it's rushing, running, or catching, and even fucking throwing sometimes. So that right there kind of makes me lean towards San Fran on the offense. But as an overall, I have to go with Philly because we've seen how Philly rock the whole season. And if they can lock in and do what the fuck they got to do and also shut them down, then I see Philly going to the title game. And that's the expectation. And of course, on the AFC side, which is from a personal standpoint, I really don't fuck with neither of these teams, but I really, really don't fuck with Burrow and them. You know what I'm saying? Normally, we're supposed to be doing it for Lil Burrow and them, but fuck Lil Burrow and them. You know what I'm saying? You understand? Because as a Ravens fan, I really don't fuck with the Steelers, but I'm really, really starting to not fuck with the Bengals. Because with the Steelers, it's like, it's like the op that you've been opposed to forever. You know what I'm saying? It's like Matt Nino and Professor X. It's like you have a a hate but respect feeling with these motherfuckers. The Bengals, they came into this shit with this quarterback who's a franchise quarterback. Gotta give it a buck. Joe Burrow is the fucking truth. But they came in with that guy, and now they thinking that they these motherfuckers that been the shit forever know you're trash like you're you you really can't fuck with nobody and it's very arrogant and i just want somebody to just punch them in the fucking mouth to keep it short you know what i'm saying so with all that being said and normally i don't even fuck with ketchup boy and for the people who don't 
know who Ketchup Boy is, that is Patrick Mahomes. You understand? Because that nigga is like, the thing with Mahomes, it's a competitive standpoint. It's never personal with Mahomes. It's like when you grew up watching Kobe back in the early 2000s. It was never a hate thing for Kobe. It was just that the motherfucker was so nice that you, it, it turned to hate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it, it was just like Jordan back in the 90s. Like The motherfucker was that good that you couldn't do nothing but hate if not celebrated. You know what I'm saying? So if you didn't champion it, you was hating. There's no middle ground to the shit. So that's the that's the Mahomes factor that he's dealing with. But this Burrow motherfucker and these other niggas, these niggas got to go. So with that, I got Casey all day. You know what I'm saying? I'm putting on my catch-up fitted, you know. And hopefully for the Super Bowl, that means with my predictions, you will have the Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, again, I don't really care who makes it to the Super Bowl because it's not the Baltimore Ravens. But those are my expectations as far as who I suspect of going to the title game. And this week is going to be lit, man, because either way, somebody got to lose and somebody got to fill this these fields. You get what I'm saying? And nonetheless, we here and for the Super Bowl, you know, regardless, we get in a Rihanna halftime show. So I tell the folks to get ready for that. Because it will be an historical moment for the culture seeing a superstar caliber and Rihanna Fenty come back after years of, I will call, solidifying her her life and her future for not only her, but her family and her generation. So that's some very gangster shit. And not only becoming a billionaire because it's not about the numbers or the money, but just more so solidifying yourself. And then you know, giving life, giving birth, sharing, creating your family, and then saying, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna go back to what I started, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, because I'm in Rihanna, I came out with these, these, these hit records, you know, niggas must have forgot, you know what I'm saying, so now I gotta use this, this big ass NFL platform, which is the Super Bowl, and show niggas what the fuck they forgot, and then on top of that, they may, they may lead to the next thing up, which is a tour a world tour, her new project, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So typically once that Super Bowl show happens, now the full attention is back on what is Rihanna doing next. You get what I'm saying? And we're going to see. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, that was in regards to the No Fun League, a.k.a. the National Football League. You get what I'm saying? And transitioning from that, to basketball where in the NBA you are currently seeing them going through the process of announcing the all-star starters for the NBA all-star this weekend which is happening in Utah you know what I'm saying I just want to know who's going to pull up to Utah you know besides all the you know notable motherfuckers and the celebs and shit like I saw Carmelo was like he about to step outside after 10 years ago to Utah All-Star Game and shit. Like, who the fuck wants to see Karl Malone, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and his 16-year-old, who or or who was, she, she's probably like 45 now, but like, you know, 16-year-old child that gave birth or some shit. Or some shit. He was doing some Robert Kelly shit, man, you know what I'm saying? But shout out to Karl Malone, because apparently he's a Utah legend, you know what I'm saying? He might bring out John Stockton and Brian Russell and them niggas, and you never know, we might get a, 
reenactment of Game Seven of Utah and Chicago and, sh- and shit. MJ might come out, and you know what I'm saying. You don't know. So anyway, the starters for the East and the West All Stars were announced. I do know LeBron was the captain for the West. As far as I'm concerned, as long as LeBron is playing basketball for the NBA, he will always be a captain. And for the East, it is Giannis. You know what I'm saying? So Giannis is another captain for the East. And what they did change is besides or whereas before they did the draft like a couple days before the game, they're actually going to do the draft and televise it right before the game starts, which I think is hard because it takes it back to the background field back in the day when we was playing neighborhood basketball and you had all the guys lined up, two captains outside of that, and they just pointed to each person on a team and you ran and you ran it like that. That's some real neighborhood street ball shit. And I like how they restoring the feeling in that regard. And it kind of keeps it entertaining, even though it's supposed to be an exhibition because we don't want nobody getting hurt. But at the same time, we don't want to see no boring ass shit for two hours. You know what I'm saying? So the starters besides LeBron, because on the West, you got the starters is LeBron, Jokic, Zion Williamson. Steph Curry and Luka Doncic. You know what I'm saying? Those are the West All-Stars. And going to the East, following the captain of the East, which again is Giannis, you got KD, you got Kyrie, Donovan Mitchell. Shout out to Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum. You know what I'm saying? Now, those again are the All-Star starters. Those are the people that are starting in the game, obviously. So in the following week, if not a couple days, of course, they're going to announce the reserves. And those are where you're going to see the Embiid's, the Harding, the James Harding's, the Anthony Davis, the Jalen Browns, the Jalen Brunson's, the Julius Randles. Because to me, Brunson is definitely an all-star. If he's not, that shit is blasphemy. You get what I'm saying? He's been balling the fuck out for the Knicks. And the Knicks actually look like a decent fucking squad because of that fucking man. And if you ask me, not only that, that free agent signing was actually looking to be one of the best free agent signings this past all season for the Knicks. So definitely shout out to them. And Bronson is an all-star. And John Morant, of course, obviously for the Grizzlies. You know what I'm saying? He's definitely an all-star because he's balling for Memphis and them being the top two seeds is, you know, insane. And personally, like like I said, these are all all-stars. These are all people who deserve to get this shit. But looking at Embiid, it's like wild to not see him as a starter because shout out to Donovan Mitchell, you know what I'm saying, to see him get traded from a Utah squad going from a West team to the East team, ball the fuck out. Score 71 from one instance, which is the most since Kobe. God bless the God. You know what I'm saying? And all of that being said, he's an all-star. Deserving. It's just, to me, respectfully, I'm putting him B over Donovan Mitchell because the production and what he's been doing in Philly for from the beginning to this point, 
OD at least 30 a night. You know what I'm saying? At least 30 a night. Some nights he got some triple doubles. And that's with James Harden and Maxi and all them cats. So in B, that was my only flaw on the selection process. But other than that, everything is solid, man. And looking forward to it. Of course, All-Star Weekend is mid-February. It's normally the second week of February to actually verify that. You know what I'm saying? Let me see because it says february so february 18th is the date you know what i'm saying so that's where the shit gonna pop off for all the cats that really looking forward to you know we looking forward to the dunk contest and all that shit so those are the things and to see like i said before them do the draft right before the game that gives street ball vibes that gives the anticipation of the game more excitement because to see something that spontaneous happen right in front of your face is always exciting and then it takes it back to the park man like i said when you're on the street you're on the block is you and 20 of your homies and y'all playing ball and y'all got two captains right here and those two captains point out the line of homies that's going to play with them so we're going to see that with professionals you get what i'm saying and Besides that, on the sports tip, man, that's really it. Because that's, you know, again, football and basketball. You got college basketball. And for my college basketball folks, you know, I'm a Duke fan. You know what I'm saying? I got the Duke blue on. This is Norview, by the way, first and foremost. Shout out to the 7-5 where I'm from, which is Norfolk. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my Norview niggas. But it's that Duke blue that is resembling. But Duke is terrible. Duke is dookie. You understand? So with that being said, Los is not paying attention to college basketball. <laughs> you got to, like so we're just gonna go with that. And on the other end, I just wanna tell motherfuckers on the women's side, BG coming, man. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that don't know know that I'm on the BG Britney Grinder bandwagon, man, cause at the end of the day, she gonna come back to Phoenix on the WNBA tip and fuck niggas up. You know what I'm saying? When you've been playing five on five with six, eight Russian niggas for a good 10 months that's only gonna build strength and confidence you get what i'm saying so you come back to the states and ball them up and balling five six motherfuckers from seattle they getting washed you get what i'm saying that's just first and foremost so i just want niggas to be aware of that you know and listen man like i told motherfuckers <laughs> like i just want niggas to be prepared because on the sports tip, definitely waiting for all these playoff activities that we just discussed and within the NFL. And then, of course, with the NBA, just to continue with the regular season. Because once football's done, we got to transition to another sport. And then once basketball is finished at that point, then that's where we start to transition to, like, you know, baseball and boxing and soccer and all that shit. And as far as boxing, you know, Tank Davis, shout out to Baltimore. He got Ryan Garcia uh, coming up soon. So hopefully if that fight comes to be true, we get to see a mega fight in those two niggas. And I just want to see somebody get knocked the fuck out, man. I don't give a fuck who it is. You know what I'm saying? I just want to see somebody get knocked the fuck out because what else is boxing than seeing a fucking KO? You know what I'm saying? Or at least somebody getting their ass whooped. But that's here the here or there you know what i'm saying but shit man because we'll be at we at minute 
we we pretty much at the 30 minute mark of the pod you know what i'm saying again this is for the love you know and just you know want to thank y'all man because y'all seeing me talk you know which is kind of weird because i really don't like niggas you know what i'm saying niggas are just weird as fuck and at the end of the day they can't read or write you know what i'm saying niggas be like yo los what you mean by that i mean exactly what i said like niggas can't read or fucking write and it's 2023 so i just want niggas to understand what you think that means and try to approve it so a nigga like me don't have to keep saying that shit you understand so you know but you already know at this point of the pod you know we're gonna get into the 757 sounds now of course being that it's called 757 sounds you already know we bring in that heat and that's each episode that for the love now starting with this year even though i said 757 sounds of course we represent the whole state of virginia and that's especially the 757 but in this case we're gonna pull it back to back and we're gonna go right back to richmond Last episode, we played the good brother FNF Chop. Shout out to the good brother over there. But we got another Richmond brother, and his name is Peter's son. First off, that's a fire stage name, and it's Peter son with the dollar sign. You know what I'm saying? And on this record, you know, the record that we got for him is called Metamorphosis. You know what I'm saying? Or metamorphosis, excuse me, you know what I'm saying, you know, I'm not dyslexic, you know what I mean, didn't mean that intentionally, but again, the record is called Metamorphosis, and it's about a good brother, Peter's son, and again, he's representing Richmond, Virginia, shout out to RVA, 75 got love for 804, and let's get it, man. Out the creases and ripples, my past created for me. In my cocoon, I thank the Lord for those who waited for me. Took time to bloom while rubbing elbows with who hated on it. This shit like bumper to bumper, I probably take the next exit. Too many jammed in my lane. Niggas blocking the blessing, I think my fruit still ripe though. Cash flow, money rule, everything that niggas know. Still can't find peace in new gold, new clothes. Niggas find comfort in they something shot of iPhone. Look. It burned deep with me, envy compete with me Say what you say but stay the same, don't try to eat with me This took time on my 10,000, probably triple inching every minute From a caterpillar to a Get it. 
till the sun come up, I smoke it till the lung collapse I don't quit on anything, big bro still in my energy I feel you like you next to me, I used to fear death until they took what I live for It's tough to crack my ego, that bitch hard as some steel toes I'm ten of those, about to recharge my stones in the window Like I don't when I'm in though, that shit loud like crescendo My happy place a pool of Mary, Greg Jennings put the team up on my back once you get so far, it be harder going back My reflection, my competition Metamorph to my vision From a caterpillar to a motherfucker number you have reached is not in service please check the number and dial again man listen man listen 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 like i said this is 757 sounds aka for the love of ea aka whatever the fuck you want to call it i call it talent because it's everywhere in the state in the city you know what i'm saying especially the 75 but again we showing love to richmond aka 804 and that was the good brother Peter Sun with the record called Metamorphosis slash Butterfly. Record is fire. Check them out on all DSPs, on YouTube, word of mouth, you know what I'm saying? However, you got to get to this dude, man, because the talent is oozing. And like I said, man, it's for the love. And at this point, all right, man. So like I said, we at the... Conclusion part of the pod, you know, before I check off and, you know, give my flowers and roses to the people out there, you know, first off, I want to acknowledge a legend, a great, you know, uh, a human being, a father, a motivator, a black mamba, you know what I'm saying? Of course, the great Kobe Bean Bryant, you know, as of January 26th of 2023, which would be yesterday or a day's past once you see this video the great kobe bean bryant was lost we did lose a legend and not only him but gianna bryant which is his daughter as well and the other families from that helicopter crash back in 2020 of january of 26 we want to send our prayers to y'all you know what i'm saying and we're still thinking about y'all more importantly because again it wasn't just kobe bean and his family it was other families in that situation that perished in that situation you know and going back to kobe being one of the people in the culture that we revere and we hold as one of the greats you know what i'm saying just want people to just i guess take this moment and know that the shit ain't forever you know what i'm saying we really don't know when this shit could conclude so just enjoy every moment of your day of your life and even if you do find yourself complaining just know that the shit will be taken care of and it's worse shit than that so you know what i mean on that note you know just keep your head up stay up and understand at the end of the day that god did you feel me like shout out to Khaled. but on this note you know what i'm saying it's your boy los 
LOS. Again, want to thank people that's listening to this podcast from the very beginning to now and even going forward. And like a wise man, aka Joe Button, once said and always says, always thanks to the first and last time listeners, because even if you realize that this ain't your cup of tea, at least you drunk the tea. So I respect you for that. And thanks to all the supporters again from all DSPs and all platforms, all social medias, all my 757 cats. Again, this is for the love. You understand? So you're going to hear these talents, all this shit that we got to talk about in Virginia, especially in the Hampton Rose area. And last but not least, man, this is 5-2, man. God bless.